Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, a new edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast where myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole go over an upcoming event on the EKN Trackside Live schedule. Of course, that uh, Trackside Live program, as always, brought to you by Cooper Tires. Uh, we'll preview the race. We'll talk about some of the teams, the drivers that are going to be there. And of course, uh, dive into maybe a little bit of the, the inside stuff that we're going to see at the event we're talking about. This particular one that's coming up is the 2021 Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, really the granddaddy of them all in terms of brakes and stratton racing, not only here in the U.S., but around the world. This is episode number 27. It's September 27th, 2021. And this edition of the EKN Outlap brought to you by Parallel USA. It all started in 1994 when former kart driver Albino Parallel decided to move his passion for, from karting, uh, for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Parolin was born. Parolin USA is North America's source for Parolin products, and we run a factory team at all the major Supercarts USA, USPKS, and Rock Cup USA events. The Parolin chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for junior and senior drivers, the 28mm Opportunity Model for the Cadet Classes, and the Monte Carlo 4-Cycle Chassis. Get on a chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to parallelusa.com. All right, David, out of the gate. Bottom line is the biggest Briggs and Stratton event, uh, of Briggs and Stratton only event in North America and the world, the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 5. Crazy how big this race has become and how really it's become the event for anybody that, that, that races Briggs. And still going to be growing as yeah. we uh, as we move into the future. I mean, this has the potential to, you know, s- surpass. Obviously, this this year's numbers, we have zero Canadians coming down for yeah. the event. And we know how how strong the the grassroots movement of the Briggs and Stratton 206 power plant has gone through Canada and is continuing to build momentum uh, year after year. So, yeah, it's just it's crazy to see where this event has gone from, from the beginning to, to now it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, add one for sure for 2022, if I'm able to make it, <laughs> because, uh, again, for the second straight year, a conflict with me, with what I'm doing, I'm not going to be able to be there. I had such good fun there two years ago. Uh, you know, we had our, our burger smash as well, presented by Cooper tires, where we raised a bunch of money for Riley kids and Riley's children's hospital. Wish we could be back to do that again, but we'll do that for sure. Whenever I get back there, but David, you're, you're racing. Again, at Newcastle Motorsports Park, folks, the event this coming weekend, September 30th to October 3rd. Dude, you're rolling on track. You get to get back behind the wheel of your LSR CRG this weekend. Yeah, getting back behind the wheel, uh, really, essentially, for the first time since June. Yeah. And then if you want to count just sprint racing for the first time since last year's event yeah, you uh, for Grand, Grand Nationals 4. You haven't run one sprint race this year, have you? It's been uh, it's been a crazy crazy uh, year. Nice. Yeah, just not a lot of time to uh, to get to the racetrack. My focus was the Mid Ohio event that we did in June, and and so that you know you know we have to you know as you know we have to kind of focus on one or two, maybe sometimes three events on the year. So it's just <laughs> uh, it. kind of I actually did drive a, a a sprint cart around a dirt track if that counts. You can go with that. That's for sure. That's a good salt. <laughs> hey, dude, listen, you count yourself lucky. It's- I'm the I'm going to be the big goose egg for the second time in 25 years this year. Yeah, right? I, yeah, it's 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 a struggle. It's, yeah, it, uh, it's busy weekends and you know lots of lots going on and 
yeah, it's it's not like you know we have we have busy day jobs. In case Wyatt Lloyd is listening, we do actually do things. <laughs> That's it, man. It's twenty four seven. But uh, freecardnews.com. Yeah, this weekend it's it's strange. Yeah, you're going to be in Mid Ohio, just a few hours away. Yeah. We're going to have one of the biggest karting events of the year, and then an hour eat. Uh, well, we're going to have the SCCA runoffs going yeah. on too. So it's just three phenomenal events going on all at the same time within hours of each other. That's it. Exactly that. Cause in, yeah, Indianapolis motor speedway is going to be alive with the SCC runoffs. There'll be probably 800 plus there. You talk about, we'll, we'll talk about the incredible numbers at the CKNA grand nationals this weekend. And of course we'll have all three runs of the road to Indy. Many of those drivers, of course, uh, former carters we've been covering over the last um, m- multiple decades here uh, with ecardinews.com. But again, folks, let's dive into this here. This is the cup carts, North America grand nationals, five outlap, podcast our preview of the week this coming up here we've got uh, our entry list based on what we've received as of today this morning here on monday september the 27th uh david uh one of the things they, that they brought out which i which another little dagger into my side was a new layout a uh, brand new layout track number 50 in the counterclockwise direction give us a little bit of a kind of an overview of this new track that you guys are running this weekend yeah, that's something that Mike Adams at Newcastle Motorsports Park loves to do is try and find different layouts for the racetrack. To be able to have 50 different possible layouts <laughs> right? at, at one facility is phenomenal. I mean, it gives you, you know, three years worth of club racing just right there, just if you follow each circuit uh, by itself. Now, that counts different directions as well, too, uh, from what I remember at looking at all the different layouts. So this, I'd like to this, see them all. Yeah, it, it's it's you can find it online. You just have to, you have to know how to work the website a little bit. Um, yeah, this, this one is brand new, a little bit, a little bit to what we've had before in the past, especially the last two years, uh, on the racetrack this year though. Uh, and it's actually removing a couple of sections that are two of my favorite corners really, because you get good momentum and it sets up for another good passing zone. Uh, if you're familiar with the racetrack, as you come along the paddock straightaway, typically you turn left to go toward uh, on the national layout. Instead, we're going to go straight into what is the oval section, what it, we like to call the the extra area of Newcastle Motorsports Park. And rather than going the oval direction, like what you see on the Super Carts USA Pro Tour Super Mile, we're going to go the opposite direction. So almost counter track to where carts pull in on the scales if we're doing like the national layout and that takes you directly to what will be the ski jump. And that's going to, so that's going to be something brand new for all the four stroke racers there that have not raced KRA races before because they have used the ski jump in the past, but that's going to be a very key element uh, on this layout. So you get over the ski jump and then you head back onto the national layout. Uh, okay, so you go back out of the national layout at that point, and then the the final bit of the racetrack is going to change as well, right? Yeah, and in the last two years, we've used that Monza section. So you come out of scoreboard corner, and you start heading towards I-70, but instead of heading to I-70, you take the Monza corner along with the cut-through. So you don't go all the way down to the I-70 corner. Well, this time, we're not using the Monza, but we are using the cut-through. So it's going to be a pretty fast corner. Uh, going that down dip and back up onto yeah. the, the the last straightaway there, uh, which will probably which will be the the last corner now, or it was the last corner, but it's going to be a lot quicker of a corner and more opportunities probably to pass there for sure. So it's going to be kind of like what I seventy is 
uh, where we see a lot of passing or getting set up to get a good draft. But it's going to be a lot quicker, I think, because that corner is not as tight as what you see at I-70. But it does have that that elevation change where you go down and you hit the dip and then you go back up That's it. onto the straightaway. I was getting shot out of that corner, right? Back up onto the straightaway. Should be interesting. All five events, of course, folks, of this event, uh, this race, this, this Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals have been held at Newcastle. And with a new racetrack, David, uh, luck, luckily for those people that are coming in, maybe from California, Florida, Texas, whatever it may be, yourself, of course, from Michigan, there are there is a lot of opportunity to get to get comfortable on this racetrack. Thursday will be the move in, but also a, a day of unofficial practice in the after, I think in the afternoon, right? Run by the track itself. All day. Uh, okay. nine, 9 a.m. is the start time for wow. unofficial practice, okay. and they'll run till, I believe, 6 p.m. And so they're going to try and get at least four four sessions per category. Again, it's based on numbers. They're not quite sure on the numbers. A lot of the schedule details are kind of up in the air because as we speak right now, registration is still open, yeah. at least online. And then they're going to shut it down here at the end of the day. And then Thursday will begin uh, at track uh, entry. So again, they're still kind of, again, the track's a mile long. Uh, about a mile long, if not a little bit longer than a mile long. So they're kind of measuring, okay, how many carts can we get on the racetrack at the same time? So a lot of that scheduling, including the Thursday unofficial session done by uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park, it's kind of up in the air depending on numbers. All the go-karts at the same time. <laughs> well, that would be, yeah. All that, of them. No, 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 no. Yes. I, we every- don't need, well, you got to change. you got to change it for the kid carts. We can't, that's a different layout. Yeah, but they have a, yeah they have a different layout. I mean, like we we sh- we should be able to run everybody at once. Let's have a big, huge race, like all whatever we got in medium sixty seven or whatever it is right now. We'll get we'll get to the numbers, man. I just, I want to see the big. If the track's big enough. Our our carts are slow enough in, in these categories, man. I think I think we go everybody. <laughs> I, think, I love it. I think we can do all the seniors at one time, and then say masters and legends. I think that would be good. To kind of help provide the opportunity to get more sessions in on the film. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay, you mean you mean I don't mean everybody running together. I know. <laughs> you just said that. You said well, run them all together. Yeah, I meant I, I didn't mean all the classes. I, I thought I, I thought you might you meant they were going to potentially break up some of the classes into like you know two groups for each class. No, no, right. no, no. Yes. No. no yeah. God, no. No. You can't. You can't. No. No. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, no, yes. They were. They were. They're still looking at it because again, <laughs> sportsmen. You know, we'll get into the numbers a little bit later, but it's yeah, it's getting up there. Uh, practice couple three rounds of practice on Friday morning as well. Qualifying to the end of the day uh, on Friday, David setting up for Saturday morning warm up and a couple of round of heat races on Saturday. Yeah, the event has typically run three heat races to set you up for the main events. This time they're doing two to help with the scheduling and the massive uh, number of entries that they're going to have there yep. because again. They're looking at splitting up a lot of the different categories into groups for the heat races. So you're talking A versus B yeah. and C versus D. Uh, so we'll do that. You know, you'll get two heats going that way. Uh, so that that's going to be interesting how that format works out. I think you're for sure looking at junior sportsmen and senior medium getting broken up to groups. But uh, again, they're still waiting on final numbers to see if any other categories are going to get broken up. Uh, Sunday, if needed, they'll run last chance qualifiers. Again, I'm, I, I would rather see everybody run the mains. I think the track's big enough. And then of course the finals on Sunday, David, uh, I'll make sure I, I'm going to, I'll, I'm of course calling all the main events, uh, of the road to Indy. We'll be crowning all the champions at mid Ohio, but I'm definitely going to have the, uh, something like a laptop or whatever over to the side. Cause I got, I got to be watching live timing to see how everybody's doing over there for sure. 
Yeah, just bring a, a tablet and just have it, it set on, on race monitor. All That's day. it. That's exactly it. All right, folks, first break of the action. We'll go uh, into the numbers because I think everybody, of course, excited to hear how many races we have. We'll do that after this break. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, kart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network uh, episode, what, number 27 of our EKN Outlap. It's September 27th. Rob Howden alongside David Cole as we dive into the CKNA Grand Nationals uh, 5, the update uh, uh, for the year, getting ready to rock with this one here. David, uh, let's just start with the numbers. I'll let you kind of break through because I know, I know that you've been in, in digging into it for the coverage this weekend. But as of 9 a.m. this morning on Monday, uh, September the 27th, 382. That's almost 100 more than last year. The sky's the limit with this race. We're looking at, you know what, dude, there's, honestly, there's a possibility of 400, right? For this weekend, yes. Yeah, there this really weekend. is. You know, that was, you know, Man. that was like an unrealistic goal as we talked about it, you know, two years ago. And now it's, now it is a reality. It, uh, and again, we look, you know, we're looking at this numbers and this is 99% USA entries. This is, mm -hmm. does, we have one driver from Bermuda coming over and that's the only uh, entry outside of the USA. So 
you add in all the different racers from Canada who have been chomping at the bit for the yeah. last two years now to come down and, and race this event again. And all those that haven't been part of this event, because as I, if I recall, we're pretty much done with the season up there uh, as of this weekend. So uh, not much racing going to be going on north of the border. So this is that year end, you know, and that's why I brought up the runoffs, because this is really becoming what that is. It's, yeah. it's almost like the runoffs of four cycle racing for Briggs and Stratton. Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, let's look at the numbers. Uh, when you hear them, the only there's only one class that does not have more drivers than it had last year, and that is senior medium. 71 the first year, 73 the second year, 67 right now. But again, that these again aren't the final numbers. It would only take another six or seven drivers, and we're over the uh, the number in medium last year. Uh, David, I think the kid cart category at 19 is a pretty cool deal to see a, a really good field, uh, double what we had at last year's event, 19 in kid cart. Yeah, it's it's a program that, uh, you know, Briggs and Stratton has been promoting and along with cup carts as well. You know, you got the, the South Division going along with the North Division. And then you see it uh, in other parts of the country, too, where there's a lot of kid carters in the Briggs and Stratton package. So, again, really cool to see the numbers growing there because then that turns into more drivers like we're seeing in the sportsman division this year now reaching that 50 mark. Yeah, you and I talk about kid cart. We're not fans of seeing kid cart on national level events. We it's just not something we think needs to happen. This particular race, though, for me, perfect. This is a grand national event. It's the one-off deal. This should be the big dog for all kid cart racers. Uh, and I love seeing 19 there. And you're right. The more kids we have in kid cart, the get comfortable, the better they get, uh, the stronger they're going to be. 54 strong, David, in the sportsman category. Nine more than last year. Still potential guys to come in that's going to be a huge field of sportsman kids yeah and that's that's of course the focus on splitting those guys up you don't need 60 uh eight yeah. to 12 year olds going at it uh, on the racetrack even though it is a big racetrack but uh it's better to split them up that way and again we're it could probably hit 60 depending on walk-ups and one of the things i, I do say that i like to i like to have everybody run there's always there's always that back and forth of having the the transition, right, David, into having just 32 or 36 or 40. Pick the number, whatever you do. It's been huge for the Scusa Super Nationals, obviously, right, where you turn around and and guys are – it's making the main. I remember I still have my bumper sticker when I made the main at Daytona on the dirt uh, at Municipal Stadium. It's something to say that you were able to make the main. And you have lots of racing throughout the weekend. I guess I should probably go back. I am I am a big fan as well of having last chance qualifiers and then having that man. You know what? You were able to make the main at the CKNA Grand Nationals. Well, that, and that's, that's just it. You know, when you had the dirt oval races that you were doing, you had over 100 entries yeah. in the class trying yeah. to get for third, what, probably 20. 30 spots. It was 20, 20 I think. There it you was go. 20 at that race. So here you got, you know, Sportsman was at 40 last year for the main event. So, so yeah, last year was, I don't believe they had LCQ. They might have let everybody in. I'm not quite sure. Or they sent actual five people home. Well, this year, there's going to be possibly yeah. 20 people going home. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just safer that way, in my opinion. Yeah. And to correct myself, I think it was 20, it was 20 drivers at Tulsa shootout when I made it in, it was 30, you're right. It was 30 at Daytona, 20 guys, I think 20 went in the first qualifying session and the remaining 10 in the second qualifying session. And that's it, man. You, you got to get the job done. You got to perform. And, and I, and I like that a lot. I think that's a great deal. Two of the biggest classes, David, junior and senior medium. We see that a lot on national level events. Kind of that, that age window really is the, are the windows that pull a lot of guys. And the senior medium weight allowing drivers who could, you know, could be heavy, 
to potentially run medium and the light guys can wait up to go medium as well. That's why you get so many guys maybe doing two classes there. 65, David, in junior, 67 in senior. But let's just let's talk about the massive increase in junior com- competition as well. 65 drivers strong. It's amazing. Yeah, you got drivers moving up from sportsmen. Uh, you got some new drivers who have not been to the Grand Nationals before as well, too. So that kind of helps. Uh, you know, it's 33 in total that have been to the Grand Nationals. So in the junior category, so almost half have never been to the Grand Nationals. Wow. So that's that's the big key. And yeah. and, and that is you're getting new people to the Grand Nationals. Um, senior, light, medium, and heavy. I'm not sure exactly how many standalone drivers we had there. Normally, guys will run one more than one category, as David, we know. 51 in, in light, uh, 67 in medium, 40 in heavy. That's a really good cross-section of some of the big heavy hitters in four-cycle racing. Yeah, as you said, most of the heavy guys, they'll run a medium probably yeah. to do two or the, the lightweight guys, they'll run light and medium. Uh, you also have some master's drivers that are going to run senior heavy as yep. well, too. Uh, speaking of masters, David, what a field. And it, I'm, I'm a little gutted because actually I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in masters this year. Uh, we'll go to legends in a second, but 50 drivers in masters. One of the things that you and I talk about the sport a lot is, you know, people ask me car, about Cardi and they don't know about it. I'm like, how old can you be? I'm, I always say five to 55 or five to 65, whatever it may be, right? I should say 65 because I'm clo- closing in on I was, 55. I was going to say. <laughs> Shut it, myself it, down. Hey, Stu Hayner, 65, 75 years I was, old, right? I was, just gonna say, I was just going to say 75 is probably now the new number in Cardi yeah, because, you're right. you know, as you said, the Legends class is now 50 and above. So yeah. that's that's crazy too, because we've seen guys leaving the master's class for the legends class, yet the master's category has grown to the largest still, number, still yeah. with only 20 drivers who were there last year that's awesome. uh, coming back. So, so that's where I was going with that, David is, is yeah. it, you know, Briggs and Stratton, you know, we talk about when the older you get, the tougher it is, right? You don't see a lot of 65 year old guys running shifter carts. Uh, you know, they go from the tag classes, the X thirties or whatever it may be down to maybe a hundred CC, uh, you know, they are cooled because it's a little easier on the body. The beauty about Briggs and Stratton racing, it's a lot easier on the body in terms of running, you know, with, with grip levels, whatever it may be. So 50 guys in masters and then 36 in the 50 and over legends class. I think that is, that's legendary in itself to have 36 guys coming in, in this new class, 50 and over, just loving the sport. I, and I wish I was on track with the guys this year, a brand new category for 2021, David, and to have 30, I think just speaks volumes in terms of, of what Briggs is doing in terms of keeping guys in the sport, maybe bringing them back as well. Yeah. It's a little bit of both bringing them back, bringing new people into the sport that, you know, weren't able to enjoy the, the thrill and excitement of racing at a younger age or, or somebody who raced as a kid and, and now at, you know, 45, 50, 55 are, are in, have that opportunity to get back behind the wheel again. And they don't want to go spend, you know, 30, 40, 50 or hundred thousand dollars on a brand new, uh, race car. They much rather do it with affordable, uh, price tag with, yep. uh, with a cart. Exactly that. One of the big things about the pro- the program this year is, David, all classes now into the CIK bodywork class. We've talked about it in years past where um, Greg Jasperson and Steve Vermeer, the uh, the owners of the, the CKNA program, doing their best to try to work with some of the guys that still ran the WKA kind of, you know, full bodywork kind of stuff. But now they, they've made the full move. It's all CIK and you can see the numbers are there. It was the right call. It's the way the sport has gone. And, and the numbers they have really have, have proven it was the, it was the way to go. 
Yeah, it's it's been that there was that long debate uh, regarding yep. the body work, and and there's still you know people who there might be people not even taking part in this event because of that rule. Yep. Uh, there's still that side of the, the argument, but I think for the industry itself, I think making it a clear cut, Hey, these are the cart, the body work that come with carts. Yes. There's a lot of American made chassis that are, that are taking part in the four cycle, uh, arena, but they're easy, you know, body work, you can buy them and you can manufacture the, the, the nerf bars and everything to fix these to still make them, you know, American made. So, um, yeah, it just, it's just make, it makes things simpler. And again, that's what the Briggs and Stratton engine package has already done for the sport itself. It's made, yep. it's simplified everything. Uh, as David had mentioned before, we're kind of locked down right now at 382 entries. The walk-up entries are going to start uh, allowing being on Thursday. So David will be able to update that while he's trackside. Of course, he's racing himself. That's Dave, that's the primary deal. Your racing's the primary deal. And I'll say this to everybody right now coverage is secondary this is david's opportunity to go racing so i'm sure he'll give us lots of coverage but racing is number one and you mentioned david no canadians in the field like can you imagine when that border finally opens up the amount of guys up here that are going to want to head down to that race because four cycle brakes racing is huge up here in canada uh and last but not least you mentioned one one international driver we've got a bermuda driver coming in as well yeah, we'll talk about him uh, as we uh, start doing the class-by-class class preview. Yeah, we're going to do that right after this break, folks. Stay with us. Our first uh, group of categories to jump into, Senior Medium, Senior Light, and Senior Heavy. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton-focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Back at it here in the EKN Outlap Preview Podcast. Rob Howden and David Cole here on the EKN Radio Network. The CKNA Grand Nationals coming up again this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. It's going to be a tremendous weekend. David, let's jump in first and foremost. The big show, senior medium, 67 entries in total. Former winners include Colin Warren, Jeremy Warren, uh, Gary Lawson, Jordan Pryor, and Jacob Donald. What's uh, What are you looking at this year for senior medium? 
Well, really, it's a lot of the uh, the top finishers from last year returning. You talk about, you just said it, Jacob Donald uh, winning last year. He's going to make his uh, return and try and defend that title uh, that he won last year aboard the Comet Eagle. Again, we're not quite sure on information regarding teams and chassis because that stuff is not available on the entry list. So uh, it'll be... I'm assuming he's going to be on an Eagle. That's going to be my guess because, uh, again, he still works with Cart Sport North America. They're really good partners with Comet Cart uh, Sales and, and working with Comet Racing Engines. So I'm going to assume he'll be on an Eagle. He didn't really like the chassis that much when he first started last week, and I remember talking to him about it. But, again, it's it's getting used to that, that four-cycle style of driving because he's been – you know, it's probably been uh, kid cart since he gone that slow. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that that's going to be a, a big story. A scene if he can defend. Uh, obviously, Gary Lawson coming back, trying to to win a second in this category. Yeah. He'll be back again. Finished sixth last year. Was among the the top uh, leader or top in the lead group last year in that crazy uh, main event that we that we saw last year. Uh, Eagle actually went one, two last year with, with Donald winning and Garrett Adams finishing in second. So Adams is another driver returning, uh, looking to, uh, uh, his brother's one at this event. His brother, if I recall, was a winner in 2019 in the junior category. So Garrett doesn't have a win in this cat in this, uh, event. So that's, uh, something that he'll be gunning for. Uh, let's quickly jump in and we'll, cause we'll start throwing some names out that we can see here, David. Let's, I think one of the things to look for, of course, CKNA has their North series and they have their South series, which kind of got started this year, uh, down in Florida. It's picked up a lot of momentum. You know, you got to look at, uh, the North champion, Mick Gabriel, uh, coming off a pretty good Rock Island Grand Prix as well. I think he'll, he'll be a guy to watch. Yeah, finished seventh last year. And as you said, yeah, won at the uh, Rock Island Grand Prix. Yep. So got his first rock. He'll be looking for his first uh, win at the CKNA Grand Nationals as well, too. Uh, you said, uh, and I, we also said another former winner that will be in the field, Colin Warren. Yep. Uh, he'll be in the field as well. Finished eighth last year. Uh, I believe he was up against uh, Corey Tolls, who was the South champion this yeah. year, yep. uh, racing down there in the Cup Cards South division. You got some veteran drivers coming in too. I don't want to throw, you know, not, not talk about, you've got Brandon Adkins who we've covered in, you know, national racing for, for many, many years, won the master's category last year, Chris Carroll, uh, who's been a, you know, a top four cycle guy for so many years. I don't, I guess we really can't call him a super veteran, but, but how about Cole Nelson as well? Right? Like it, it, he hasn't, he hasn't been an old guy for a long time. And he's not really even an old guy, but Cole Nelson, the legendary Nelson family rolling in on from, uh, from Nevada on the invader chassis. I love the fact that he's coming in too. Yeah, it's good to see him make his way over. Uh, they they are a big part of the KPX program that is out west uh, yep. that races in Northern California and part of uh, Nevada area as well, too. So, uh, yeah, good to see him come out uh, this way. You mentioned Adkins. Adkins was actually the winner in last year's Masters, Masters category. Yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, he's actually going to be doing both medium and I believe he's doing light as well. Yes, uh, so senior light and senior medium for Brandon Atkins. Well, let me throw out a couple of second generation drivers. I think that you have to watch out for because they've been winning like crazy for the last couple of years. I'm talking about, of course, Riley Scott out of Quincy, Illinois, and Jed Perkins out of St. Petersburg. Uh, uh, Jed's dad, James, um, you know, longtime driver who won a lot of championships in WKA competition. Jed's been a, a rock star in the Margay Ignite program, and then you got, of course, Riley Scott. You know, the guy's winning everything wherever he goes. He wins a ton of races, whether it's at Quincy, whether it's Rock. Island. Those are two guys I think that could be could easily be in that lead group when it comes to Sunday afternoon. 
Well, there's a lot of guys, and those are two that could, <laughs> yeah, could I know, be right? in the field in the in the lead group again, because that's what we saw last year. A lot of drivers right there uh, within the lead group. Uh, again, some contact happened here, a little bit of that there. So yeah, anything can happen. So those are two names to watch out for. Uh, another West Coast driver, Micah Hendricks. Yep. He's one to watch for. He's good as well. Gabe and uh, Jake Sesler, they're West Coast drivers as well, too. They've been uh, known to do really well in the in the Briggs and Stratton category. I believe uh, they've raced up at the Cart Idaho with the Spud Cup yep. uh, up there and, and doing the, uh, the ICP uh series up there in the Pacific Northwest as well. Well, if you're going to stay West coast, listen, you have to bring up David Vasquez, uh, who has been, who has been unbelievably good. He's come back a couple of times with the VLR crew. And I think I'd throw Dean Pinton in there as well. He's been doing a lot of racing. A couple, couple of the guys from California that you, you can't forget about. Right. Yeah. And that, again, that's why this is like a, a runoffs because you got guys from all the, over yeah. many different States, Louisiana is counted, Texas, Florida, Illinois, as you said, Tennessee, South Carolina, Nevada, California. We've already talked about Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a good state. There's a, a kid by uh, with a little bit of a nickname called the Shillington Slingshot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, that'll be uh, yeah, making yeah. his cup cards debut. So I'm scrolling down through these lists. I'm like, hey, I, he, he, there's a couple of top guys here, you know, who have won, let's say, USPKS championships. One of them happened to win a Super Nationals at the Scuzo event. I'm talking, of course, about Brandon Jarsakrak. You mentioned him, the Shillington Slingshot. Money, as we say. Good to see Brandon coming out to do some four cycle racing. He'll be right there with Polly Massimino. Dude, he's one of the best uh, two-cycle guys in the sport right now. So to have Massimino and Jarsakrak there, I, that, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on those guys in terms of me watching Race Monitor. Yeah, they've been working with Coyote and uh, one of their dealers in Florida that uh, has been you know, trying to build up uh, that, that brand in the, in the state of Florida. And so they'll be on the Coyote brand. That'll be interesting oh. to see them uh, going. All, they've been yeah. working with them all year long. They, yeah, they, they okay. were at the, the Spring Nationals. Paulie at least raced. I think Brandon was just on the wrench that weekend, but uh, yeah, there they'll be. Uh, you, you can be, you can believe they'll they'll kind of be working together, but you know they love to, to beat one another too. So that'll be a fun little battle all weekend long. Here, I'll throw a couple more names out here just because there's guys that we know that are that run out very strong and whatever they do. Alexander Searle being one of them, right? Margay driver is very very quick. The Florida Florida kid, I think he'll be fast. Uh, Adrian, a former Kirk. winner actually, Ju yeah. uh, junior winner in 2018. There you go. Uh, out of Texas, Adrian Cruz, always pretty quick. And I don't think you can you can count it. Adam Maxwell from AMAX Racing as well. Adam's a guy that does a lot of winning as well. So those I'm just going to throw a couple out there as well. Hey, and the guy that was on my wrenches at the Battle of the Brickyard, always cagey. Maybe not, you know, medium's going to be a shot for him for sure. A.J. Roderick. I like A.J. Yeah. To, to be up front too. Yeah, I'll go back to Cruz real quick. Yeah, he yeah. is the uh, Texas Sprint Racing Series champion. Won uh, a number of races there this Boom. year. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so he'll be one to watch. He'll probably carry the uh, the Lone Star State flag uh, all weekend long. But yeah, Roderick, uh, he'll you'll see more on social media about him more than anything on I had a ton of fun working with AJ at the brickyard under the Margate tent. We had a lot of fun there, but David, like I'm telling you 67 drivers right now, we, you know, we're going to add a couple more before it's all said and done, but this, this is going to be a race to watch. And again, the thing about it, how many names do we bring up? We probably just brought up over a dozen, maybe, you know, 15 20. names, uh, like seriously, there's going to be guys that are going to be outside the top 20 who are good. Right. Because all it takes is a guy to get on, you know, get dialed in and be good and get a good feel for the racetrack. You know, some of these fast guys could be at the back, which is crazy. 
Yeah, you never quite know. And again, doing double duty, we're going to talk about the same kind of drivers here in senior light uh, with many of them doing double duty. Jars of crack, Adkins, Tolls, Sezzlers, uh, a number of them are doing double duty. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's go to the senior light class. You'll hear some of the same names, obviously, guys. We, we, we talked about the fact that drivers will do light and medium or medium and heavy just based on the weight levels. 51 total, uh, David, in the senior light class. Uh, the, the race was new last year. Uh, the class was due last year. So only one winner, and that's Colin Warren. He's won a bunch of races. Uh, let's have a look at the senior light class and give me your thoughts on guys that you expect to be up front. Well, he actually is the South Division champion. So yeah. he comes in as a defending race winner and a South Division champion. So he's got a little bit of the momentum on his side. Uh, Mick Gabriel, actually a double champion this year on the North, winning both medium and light. Uh, finished ninth last year in the light division. So he'll come in as a, a champion along with Warren. Uh, so those will be kind of the two to watch, uh, you know, as as in terms of uh, top drivers going in. And again, like we said, a number of the different drivers that we've already mentioned, uh, looking at some new different drivers, uh, Chase Jones racing in the light division. I don't think he's in the medium. I didn't see him in the medium. Yeah, only signed up in the light division. So racing just the one category, uh, Rock Island Grand Prix winner. Uh, we, so we know he, and he raced everything from shifters to Briggs. So we know he, he can get in a cart and haul it. Yeah, and indeed. Uh, Dave scrolled to the very bottom of our list too. And a guy that's always very quick as well is, is, mm -hmm. uh, Zach Linsell, right? Yeah. Yeah. He could, he could easily be in the fight up front. And you, some of the names we've already mentioned, right? Corey Tolls, uh, uh, Gabe and Jake Sessler, like you said, I mentioned Jed Perkins, Micah Hendricks, Paulie Massimino, all running in the uh, in the the light class as well. A guy we've seen win a lot of races too would be uh, Scott Clayman too. I think we have to keep an eye out for. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll kind of see what he does. Uh, I haven't really seen him in the early years of this event. He was towards the front, but since then we haven't. Ever since we've been to the race, uh, we haven't quite seen him up front. Uh, we did see him in the open divisions. Uh, but not in uh, when we got the big fields as such as we do now. Uh, looking at uh, top finishers from last year, so we talked about defending winner coming back with Colin Warren. Yep. Uh, Bryce Merceberger, uh finished third last year. He'll be returning along with Jacob Donald, who won in the medium category, finished fifth last year. So three of the top five returning from last yeah, year. Yeah, and, and Jarsa Crack, Brandon Jarsa Crack, and Brandon Adkins back again. Uh, Alexander Searle back in it. Those are the guys. Nito doing the double as well. Yeah, so. guys guys that can get down to that weight too, the, 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 the lighter weight, right? Just so many guys Thanks. can do that. And I'll give a shout out too, because I, I love seeing her every time we get to to, Ra, to, uh, to Road America, but Emily DeMaster, I think uh, if she gets, if she if she can stay out of trouble and, get, and not get collected, I think she'll be, she could be a top 10 runner as well. Yeah. So I just got confirmation. Brandon Atkins, he said he wanted to play with the youngsters in the light and medium categories. And also he couldn't find anybody to pick up the cart anymore. So uh, <laughs> again, that's, that's an ongoing issue that we have with, with the, uh, with the weights that are in these four cycle divisions. They are just way too heavy. Yeah. Listen, we, listen, we could talk about that all day long, David. That's, <laughs> we don't, let's not piss off Jasperson and me, Vermeer right now before okay. we even get there. Right. We'll do uh, that. We'll do that Thursday. I'll do that Thursday. Please night. go yeah, for it when drinks. you get there. Yeah. Exactly. The other one, we, we didn't mention Mick Gabriel as well. We talked about him in senior medium. He's going to be a guy to watch for a North champion. I did, uh, I did yeah. mention him. Did you mention him? <laughs> yes. I, did I must be getting. 
Yeah. I must have been scrolling through to find yeah, something else. All right. Anybody else, David, you want to bring in? A, a, this no, like I said, those, those are kind of the two headline divisions for the senior categories, but we do have the senior heavy also running where we'll see a number of different uh, new, new names that uh, we can talk about. Yeah. So let's do that right now. Let's jump into the senior heavy category. This is where you're going to find that one, the driver from Bermuda and it's not the one you expected, right? It's not sketchy. <laughs> it's not sketchy Barnes. It's his buddy, Jason Scuzzy North, coming in as well from, from Bermuda uh, as part of the master's class, or rather the, yeah. the heavy class. Well, actually, senior heavy and master's have been doing there. double duty. So uh, we oh, haven't boy. gotten to the master's yet, but uh, we will. <laughs> he is the one international name uh, that we do have in the roster. We're trying to get Sketchy Barnes to come along. He is in Texas watching his. Uh, he's beloved, on vacation right now. He's he's in Texas right now watching his beloved Cowboys at the uh, at the AT and T Stadium. He just got done watching them in uh, in California last weekend. So yes, he's enjoying his vacation. Uh, so let's have a look at some of the names we mentioned: Adam Maxwell and AJ Roderick already. Those drivers running in the medium and the heavy class number of drivers running in those particular categories, as we've talked about. Uh, just start going down. You look at some of the guys that have been quick before. Chris Cirillo, I think, is, is, is a name that I that I've been watching for, for many many years. And David Vasquez again. I think you know Vasquez. Every time he comes in, he's that California guy that comes in here and always kind of runs up front. Yeah, he's been very well done, very well at uh, at the Grand Nationals, and uh, does very well on the West Coast as well too. Uh, so yeah, he'll be he'll be a name to watch. I don't th- I think this is the first time he's run the heavy category. I don't think he ran it last year, but uh, yeah. So th- we'll see uh, we'll see how that impacts him. Those that ran it last year, uh, Gary Lawson was actually the defending winner, not returning in the heavy category. So it looks like he's just going to run the medium category okay. uh, for 2021. Uh, second, third, and fourth are all returning with uh, Eric Fagan, uh, Drake Ostrom, and Elmer Edmondson uh, all returning. They finished second, third, and fourth last year. Yeah, that's solid. I like to have the guys coming back. How about the South and North champions of the series as well? Let's start with uh, Aaron Lloyd at a Waycross, Georgia, David. Not only the, it was he the CKNA South champion, but scored a win in what was probably the biggest four-cycle race of the year until the Grand Nationals, and that was the Spring Nats down at Charlotte. He was able to win there as well. Yeah, those are that's a uh, that's a name that uh, we'll probably be hearing about a lot uh, on the weekend. Aaron Lloyd, uh, as you said, winning both the Spring Nationals and coming in as a South champion. Uh, again, not a driver we're familiar with. I want to say we saw him at the Brickyard last year, if I recall correctly. So, uh, or else that was Elmer. One or the other. I believe he's an MGM driver. We'll have to double check on that this weekend, but uh, certainly coming in with a strong resume. And then, yeah, Ostrom was one of those quick drivers at Rock Island Grand yep. Prix. He actually uh, got involved in a wreck while uh, racing last lap of the uh, of the King of the Rock event um, at Rock Island Grand Prix. Actually pushed over Jeff Tolian uh, as he got sideways in turn two. Uh, had a great clip of that uh, online. But uh, yeah, Drake was super fast there. And of course, has been super fast all season long to earn the North Cham- North Division Championship. Uh, you, you speak of Rock Island, right? And there, there's a number of guys that have, have been good at Rock Island before, Justin Wishard being one of them. But I think, you know, anytime you're talking about senior heavy racing, you, you got to go to one of the legends in four cycle racing, and that's Michael Dittmer, right? He's going to be a guy that uh, is 100% going to be up front. Yeah, doing double duty, going to be racing the Masters and senior heavy. He yep. Almost had me convinced to enter senior heavy this year, but I decided. A little too much on my plate. I'm going to focus on just one. Uh, you know, luckily he has his whole family there supporting him to be able to do double duty 
on that. Me, it's just me. So uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, I'll be cheering for him in senior heavy, but maybe not so much in master. Oh, okay. Let's look at some other big dogs. Um, here's one coming in a, a good friend of ours coming out to run. I, I had no idea that he was coming out to run this race. How about Mike Smith? Here's the guy who started his karting career in the, in the indoor kart tracks, then went outdoor with, with, uh, with four cycle, then has gotten into the two cycle stuff. And obviously is the, the, the track manager at Cal speed karting in Fontana, California, Mike Smith coming out in the two twenty seven. Yeah, I've been uh, refreshing the entry list for a couple of weeks now. And and when I saw his name pop up, there's been a lot of trash talking <laughs> yes! uh, going on because, again, he'll be doing double duty as well. So he'll be running the senior heavy and master's division. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, along with Dittmer and Smith. I've been uh, kind of going at it with uh, with Mike Smith as oh, well. Oh man, too, dude, there's so. going to be there better be a ton of trash talk on pit lane, Cole. Come on, well, I've already been bugging him. The hashtag beat Mike Smith is coming. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Riley Scott's going to run in the uh, the Masters class, rather the uh, the heavy class as well. And I think Riley, of course, we yeah, we don't need to talk too much about Riley. We know how quick he'll be. Here's one for you. What about uh, what about Jeremiah Davis coming off a huge victory at uh, the Quincy in the Park race? Uh, I, you know, I got to think he's a guy that, that we should be just in, in the discussion with as well. Yeah, he was, uh, he did pretty well at the, uh, at Rock Island as well, too, was among those in, in the, in contention all weekend long and in a number of the different categories that he did run, uh, the, I'm not sure. Yeah. So finished 10th last year. So, uh, this could be a good uh, momentum building to, uh, improve that result from last year. Yeah, Matt Lida finishing in the seventh spot last year. Dave, you have a couple other guys that you got highlighted here. Garrett Powell and Jacob Duvall. Give us your thoughts on both of those drivers. Yeah, Duvall is a name we've heard from uh, the state of Florida a number of times. So yep. I, I think we'll see him uh, towards the front. Uh, Powell is actually a driver I've seen more online with the iRacing stuff than I do regular racing. Okay. So uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see how he does. He, he is a longtime carter. Uh, but I see him more on iRacing than I do anywhere else. But uh, yeah, Powell could be could be a name that we could see up front in the heavy division. 40 entries in total in senior heavy. We'll see if any more come in. Former winners, including Curtis Fox, part of that uh, Canadian invasion back in 2019 uh, with the Prime Power team. Trevor Wickens' crew came down here. Hopefully we'll see that, that whole crew come back down once again. Gary Lawson was the winner in 2020, but will not be racing this year, as David has said. All right, folks, another quick break in the action. When we come back, we're going to talk about the guys uh, that will have to be in bed early. It'll be Masters and Legends hmm. after this break. Fast fair and fun ignite spec karting offers you all of that at an affordable price and the all-new ignitekarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing ignite karting is a spec kart that features the margay racing chassis with a briggs and stratton 206 engine and a hoosier r80 tire everyone in the junior senior and masters classes utilize the same ignite k3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver you can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, is available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. 
Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, our ECAN Outlap Preview Podcast of this weekend CKNA Grand Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole, of course, joining me here in the studio as usual. David, this one, this one really actually feels good to me. This one makes my heart warm to see 50 drivers in Masters, 36 in Legends. Uh, that's, to me, just tremendous. Uh, 50 in total in the Masters category. Former winners include uh, Mike Welsh, Michael Welsh, who won in 17 and 18. Nick Tucker came in with the lefty and won in 2019. And of course, Brandon Adkins winning in 2020. Let me flick over my tab here to the Masters category. You got a bunch of guys uh, lit up here. And the cool thing is when I scroll down here, I'm like, yeah, these are guys that I've done, I've gone wheel to wheel with. So again, <laughs> this, this and legends, it makes you feel cool. Yeah, they're all guys that you're probably hoping will beat me because because you're you're not there. So I don't have to hashtag. hope. I don't have to hope, David. More than oh, half these guys are going to beat you. It's pretty here easy. Here we go. Here we go. That's 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 what it boils down to. David, and, see over. Hold on. The over under is if you even get to the checkered flag. I did last year. You did. So I'm okay. fifty. For, I'm I'm one, I'm one for two. <laughs> I'm one for two. All right, let's get started. Let's throw some names out here. Some of the, let's start. Let's start with some of the big dogs because we got some like regular front runners. And then we got some cool guys, cool entries that, that, that you and I are going to definitely want to talk about. Right. Let me give you six names. All right. Start let's start. With. All right. Start with. All right. I'm going to start with James Perkins. Perkins coming yeah, from St. Petersburg, dog. Florida, big yep. dog finished second last year in the wet in the main event, but was quick in the dry as well too. So good buddy of mine to see him there as well. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Jason Rowe finished fourth last year in the wet among the top 15 all weekend long. So I'll expect to see him there as well, too. Okay. Uh, what's where's, where am I at? Uh, Jamie Bradford, Tennessee legend. Jamie <laughs> Bradford. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's quick, knows Newcastle. That's his home racetrack does very well there. So I expect to see him towards the front. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, who can we'll talk about? I guess we can talk about Michael Dittmer. Uh, yeah. Why not? Nor 
a North champion, so Northern Division champion this year, and Spring Nationals winner. So he's looking for the trifecta, trying to go Spring Nats, North, and Grand Nationals all in one season. Just so keep that, going. Just just keep going down the alphabetical list for a couple here, because you know you're I can do. I can do Michael Welsh. Yeah, Michael <laughs> yeah. Welsh, former two-time winner of the Grand Nationals. Yeah. In this category, I'm going to sp- skip that one name. Uh, all right. Mike Stevenson is actually pretty quick. That's true. Uh, DNF last year. Uh, we'll go down. Steve Knight. Yeah, we'll talk some about some new names that are going to be at the event. Steve Knight, KRA. Uh, local there at Newcastle, very Always quick, quick. Yep. on the Eagle chassis. So he'll be he'll be quick. Uh, Spring Nationals winner in the Legends Division, Tim Shutt from North Carolina, the Timmy Tech uh, uh, outfit in North Carolina at GoPro. He's going to do a double do double dip with Masters and Legends. So he's going to probably be quick in both categories. Uh, we can go back up to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Moore. Yeah, yep. Brandon, Brandon Moore. Brand's always uh, Brand's always good to go side by side with, man. Clean yeah. racer, super quick as well. Uh, the South Division champion, Chris Klein, who took me out of the Brickyard last year, but I won't talk <laughs> anymore about that. <laughs> uh, a new, another new driver, Eric Fagan, now making his way into the Masters Division, so he could be the new Gary Lawson. Yeah, where he just puts that? a spank down on all of us. I hey, here's the thing I want, I, want, I want to say this. This is the thing that... All these guys turn 30 years old or 40 whenever well, the Masters 30, comes in. 35 is is the – I looked at – I double-checked because I wasn't quite sure. 35 okay, so 35. I just throw it for 30 right now because I remember yeah. the back to the Rock Island, 35. Literally, this, I was 28 when I no, – no, I was 30 when I started Shifter Card Illustrated. Like, I was already flipping Masters when I first started. I never got a chance to race these when these when with these young guns, man. That's Again, these, David, this it's not going to stop. These guys are, are, gonna are you, up. are you the get off my lawn guy right now? I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, not now because I, now that there's legends, I don't have to say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so yeah, Eric Fagan, for sure. Uh, we talked about Jason Scuzzy North coming in uh, mm-hmm. to run both the heavy and the masters category. I think Jeff Hill is a guy that uh, if he gets in the groove can, can be a front runner. And then right below him, listen, um, I've had the privilege of running with Jeff Scott before another super clean racer, but Jeff's a guy that, uh, if they got things rolling, he can go out there and win. There's no doubt. Yeah, in my I mind, saw, right? I saw him in a number of my onboards from last year yeah, up in yeah. front of me. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be another one. Uh, JD gone, making the move over to, uh, to masters been racing the senior categories the last few years. So now he's under the tent with me. So we'll have actually multiple masters drivers. So we talk about JD, JD gun along with Ryan Sporowski. So I'm going to have three, di- two different drivers to bounce ideas and setups off of this. Show. Wow. That's solid for you, man. You got things rolling. Uh, you want to start talking about Mike Smith a little bit. This is really in his wheelhouse to be able to be good here. Yeah. We, we talked about it already. It's hashtag. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Throw it. Wow. Uh, hey, listen, here's a guy that I remember covering when I had shifter card illustrated as a trop driver in the 80 CC senior category. And he's obviously been a huge supporter of Briggs and Stratton racing for a number of years. And that is uh Curtis Ruth from innovative karting in Glendale, Arizona, big guy uh, as part of the, the Phoenix cart racing association. I love seeing when I scroll down here, I'm like, that's awesome. To see Curtis Ruth coming out to play, I think that's that's great. This is a guy that loves loves the Briggs program. Yeah, if I recall, he had a kid Carter last year. Uh, this year, he's going to race along with, I believe, his son Matthew Ruth in the junior division. Uh, there's a kid, a, a guy out of Grand Rapids that finished twenty fourth uh, last year. David Cole here is pretty 
pretty decent. No, nah, we, we don't need to talk about him. <laughs> Why not? We can't throw no, you in let, there? Let's talk about let's the talk brother. about the, Let's talk about the, the father-son team. Yeah. Well, it it's not father-son. It's brothers. Oh, I thought Jim was running. In the legends category. Oh, we haven't gotten there right. yet. So that's we're right. at, out, right. we got all three fries back at the racetrack together again, all racing this time. Yeah, former EKN, but uh, what we call them, drive was it family of the year, team driver of the year, the whole deal, team of the year or at least month, for road racing, something. road racer of the yeah. year. The hey, listen, this is cool because this you know obviously Lance and Brandon, uh, those of you who don't know, they've been around for the family's been in karting for I, I don't know how many years. Now we'd have to find Jim to, to find out exactly how many years. Early early sixties, yeah, right, fifties, yeah. This is like this is like the Cole family to a certain extent, right, and and your dad as well. Um, Brandon, of course, pretty busy the last couple of weeks as he was, was the uh, was the strategist and engineer for Oliver Askew for Ray Hall Letterman Landigan Racing. Saw Brandon out at uh, at Portland for that event, and uh, and he, dude, as soon as I saw him in the hotel, we were in the same hotel. As soon as I saw him, hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah, everything's great. He goes, dude, we're gonna run the CKNA race in Newcastle. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes, see, I, didn't, I didn't. I was keeping this a secret. I didn't want to tell you. I was waiting for the show. That's no, no. good that yeah. he saw you saw him. He was pumped. He, and so he he and Lance both running in the uh, in the Masters class again. Another now I feel even older again. Right, that, that these guys are both over thirty five now too. Yeah, but they, I mean, you know, it's, they're they're basically my age, Rob. You that's know? true. So it's, that's it, true. It, it is that's what true. it is. It's kind of just look at it as like a younger brother. So that's that's what you it. Look at. That's it. Uh, but yeah, good I to actually, see those guys back. I love it. I actually partnered up with Brandon and his dad Jim, who we're going to talk about in Legends, for a uh, a rental car endurance race at MRP South Bend, uh, Indiana. Yeah, that was that was probably got to be well, at least twelve years ago. Now. I was gonna say that was a long time ago. Yeah, but I I can't recall the last time I've seen Brandon in a cart since then. So uh, well, he'll I'm sure he'll be shaking off the rust. Uh, throughout the weekend. Well, I will say this. I, he looks good. It's not like he's put on the COVID-19 like you and I have, at least I no, have. So yeah. he, he's looking good. He looks like he's ready to go. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh yeah. He could, he could, he can cycle past me any day. That's true. That's <laughs> true enough. All right. Uh, folks to cap off this particular segment. Uh, I mentioned legends. Uh, I jumped the gun on Jim Fry a bit. We'll jump into Jim a little bit, but 36 entries, David, brand new for 2021. And to get 36 entries, you know, it's, uh, we always laugh about the joke in the motorsports when they start a new class or whatever it may be or a new series. And it's, it's the, it's the answer to the question that nobody asked, right? Why are we, why do we even have this? We don't need it. Nobody asked for it. I don't think anybody's really ever asked for 50 plus we've had super masters before in Scusa, but 50 plus, and then to pull 36, this is obviously something that people are like, yeah, this is awesome. And there are so many great names in this category of guys that are running the legends class. I wish I was with them, but I, I love seeing this category. I really do. Because you're afraid to race me. I understand. No, no, you know what it is again. It's, I, I did. I'd love I, if we do it again next year. I'll go double duty because I'll race you in Masters right. for sure. But what I it was it was a weird feeling for me at forty something years old having to race against a thirty year old guy, right? That's it's 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 such a big nowhere else you don't see it in senior because hardly ever you see a sixteen year old race against a thirty one year old. That doesn't happen that much, right? So it's it's that big gap when you go over top of thirty or thirty five, and you're like, well, I'm. I'm 56, 57. Let's say you're even 60 years old or 65 and you're racing against somebody who you're twice as old as. Doesn't really make sense in terms of reaction time, whatever it may be. Yeah. Or, or even the ability to want to be safe. I'm hoping these guys don't wreck each other. At 50 plus, uh, they need to be taking care of each other on the racetrack. Well, we hope they do. But again, <laughs> when they put the helmet on, you're not quite sure what you're going to get. That is so uh, true. No, before I wanted to, before I cut you down, I was thinking that, you know, we aren't at the divisional 
program. So we're not quite sure. I think this is something that they're asking for because, you know, there, as you, as you kind of mentioned, there's a lot of these younger masters drivers that are just dominating things. Yep. And, and so I think the, the, the elder, uh, drive drivers are, we're looking for this and, and they've responded by supporting it. And I agree. That's the biggest thing, because yep. if we came out with, with less than 10 entries, this isn't a category that's going to survive, but now that, we're starting, yep. now that we're starting with 36, now this is something that they can build on for the future. Hey, and to be honest for us, like we can pick out some of the names of guys we know who have won races, but otherwise this is brand new for us. So, you know, once we, like you said, David, we have no idea who won in 20, 2020 or 2019 or 2018 because mm -hmm. it's the first time we've ever had this so yeah we've got the north and south champions uh, you know you got the guys that won the spring nationals like tim shutt uh you got kevin paulson who won the, the series in the north championship for, for the ckna otherwise we're just going on kind of some of the names we know after we get this race in the books we're going to know who's going to be some of the faster legends drivers in, in this program yeah, as you already mentioned, two of them. I'll add uh, Phil Pignatero. Yeah, uh, been super fast. He double dipped uh, at a couple of the uh, South Division events, picking up victories down there. So I don't think he was able to race all the events to be in the championship. Otherwise, he probably could have been a South champion in both. Uh, but he's going to do the Legends category, uh, and so I expect him to be up front. Uh, Joe Debo DeBoover from Target Distributing. Uh, he, I think he's one of those drivers that, you know, this is a great spot for him to be in, in the legends division, uh, did finish third in masters last year in the rain. So certainly has the speed to be there, uh, whether it's in the dry or the wet, uh, Jerry Miller's another name as well, too. Yep. We've seen him up front in the masters division for the last few years. Uh, so he's going to be one that should be up front in this legends division as well. And then again, we've already talked about him, the Iceman Jim Fry. Yeah, no doubt about Jim Fry getting out there to play, a guy that did a lot of laydown racing. And let's not forget about the pride of the Cole family, the, oh, fastest cart, the fastest kart racing driver in the Cole family out of Comstock Park, Michigan, Bob Cole in the number 74. That's who I'm putting my money on in terms of the hashtag beat David Cole battle. Rob, he doesn't listen to this stuff. He can barely work a computer. Why are you why are you pumping him up right now? I will literally cut this, put it on a cassette tape, and mail it to your father so you can hey. put it you know your you know your dad has a stereo system with a cassette tape still doesn't he it's somewhere in the house he the the, the old van did have a cassette player but I bet uh, it did. yeah it's um no he does actually have a cd player in i'll burn it on a cd in a good old it. ford truck but so uh, we can have it forever yeah he's just going around to make laps he was at pittsburgh at national it, race race complex this past weekend had some engine issues otherwise uh he's just there having a good time and he'll be in the tent uh, I asked Marshall and Stacy to move them on the opposite end of the tent. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're putting them right next to me. Oh, that's awesome. Um, hey, listen, let's 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 take a little opportunity just to, to give a shout out to your dad, Bob. How many years we're talking about Jim Fry? How many how many decades has your dad raced in? Well, he started he start? in 74, so started. I can't even do the math right now because we're start. we're talking about stuff. Started in uh, 74. So this 74. guy, this guy's coming around. Yeah, it'll be almost 50, 50 almost years. Almost 50 years in a couple of years. And to see the fact that he rolls out there, that was one of the coolest things that happened uh last year uh during the Battle of the Brickyard. When we did the lap around, you and I, of course, running around together, then your dad rolls around in that old vintage laydown uh cart that was twin engine yeah the twin the twin that was the one of the cool parts of the entire weekend was to see bob out there but yeah good to see him out there racing and again this category so awesome for so many of these 50 plus drivers david to give him a chance really to you know to run for race wins and run for podiums right 
Yeah, it's a, I like like you said. Hopefully, they all keep their heads on and and don't overdrive what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> That's exactly it. All right, folks, one more break in the action. We get back. Let's go to the youngest drivers at this year's CKNA Grand Nationals preview of Junior Sportsman and Kid Cart right after this break. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing. You, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. And you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap Preview Podcast for this weekend's Grand Nationals for the CKNA program. Uh, 65 drivers, David, in the junior category. Former winners include uh, Elijah Skaggs, Alexander Searle, Logan Adams, Brent Cruz, uh, but 65 kids getting ready to roll here in junior. That's a lot of scrolling on this spreadsheet you sent me. Wow. It is. And I think kind of the story going into uh, with this category is the number of stars from last year's cadet class that are moving yeah. up into the junior category because if you look i want to say it was it's almost the entire top five that finished last year are moving up to uh junior division you count ben mayor uh ayrton grim as you said he's a uh or we'll talk about the cadet division later but he's a former two-time cadet winner 
Uh, third place last year was Spencer Conrad in cadet. He's moving up to junior. Uh, fourth place was Christopher McKeithen. He's moving up from cadet to junior. And then I want, I thought there was a, the fifth one, but I guess not. But so four of the top, they're the top four drivers from cadet last year, moving up into junior That's and awesome. they're not, they're no slouches. They're yeah, going right. to be right there battling for, <laughs> for the top spot in junior. <clears throat> That's awesome. And I love it. And the, and the cool thing is you got a lot, it's like, again, about when we have these younger categories, like David said, so we're not going to be talking about these guys in, in cadet, just like we're not going to be talking about uh, guys that, you know, may have been top runners last year. They've moved to the senior category, right? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys from the top five and or top, yeah, top five and top 10 from last year's junior category who are coming back as well to make sure that things are super, super tight. Yeah. Austin Olds finishing sixth, Caden yep. Fretwell finishing ninth. I'm just going to keep scrolling down. James Overback, he's actually the North Division yeah, champion. Yeah. He finished fifth last year uh, as we keep going down. Yeah, so those are some top returning ones. Uh, also, other champions include Owen Lloyd. He's the South Division champion and also the Spring Nationals winner. So he's among the uh, the top drivers heading into the weekend as uh, probably one of the favorites. Uh, a couple of uh, big guns as well from national-level racing that we've seen uh, over the years, one of them being uh, Parker DeLong coming in, driver to Arizona, uh, ran cadet last year and, and now moving up into the junior class, right? Yeah, he was among the uh, the front runners in the cadet vision all uh, throughout the Grand Nationals last year. I think a disqualification took him out of the top five, so uh, he should be good. He's uh, among the top junior drivers that we have in the country right now. Uh, Matthew Miller is a, uh, a Route 66 winner, so uh, he's got some success uh, at the regional level. So we'll see if he's able to turn that into uh, a good performance and his debut at the Grand Nationals. Elliot Cox, he's racing or testing f4 cars he's racing ka carts now he's going to do briggs here with the uh the grand nationals so he'll be uh i believe he's racing with uh under chase jones with the uh uh will power cart and mpg motorsports uh and also another good driver top one of the top drivers we have in the country right now austin jurors out of illinois he yeah. is a uh uh, won all four races at the Badger Kart Club Route 66 Sprint Series event, uh, winning KA Junior both days, along with the Briggs Junior class that he made his debut in. So this is really only his second time, I think, that he's run Briggs, and uh, he's got he's gone two for two so far uh, in that category. How about a shout out for a driver who I, I've uh, called at a couple of big races as well, Cameron Reed, uh, potentially with a, with a shot at at being top ten, top fifteen. Yeah, Cameron Reed is another good one that uh, has five, shown yeah. well at yeah. the uh, Texas Sprint Racing Series. Uh, she's among uh, those that have done well there. Uh, let's see, looking at down the list, uh, we talked about Overbeak. Uh, anybody else that you see? I talked about Ruth uh, coming in from Arizona. Yeah, nobody else uh, jumping right at me right now. And, no. and again, the, the, the beauty of this thing we always talk about is the fact that these are some of the younger guys. These are some of the racers that we don't see in our normal ECAN trackside live program, because we're always heading to the big national races, right? So this is a good opportunity for us to get to some of these tracks or get, get to an event like this where we see some of these drivers we haven't seen before. So always, always fun to come to this event and see some of the, the stars of the four cycle program. Exactly. It's like the runoffs. We, yeah, when we went to the it. runoffs. We, we were learning about all these different drivers from all across the country that yeah. were coming together. Uh, what we go to Heartland Park, Topeka, Topeka, yeah. Uh, where else? Mid Ohio. Ohio, you used to go yeah. to as well. So Love yeah, it's, Road it's, America. It's, yeah, it's got that that feel of okay, we're gonna learn about you know 
all these different drivers from all these different states. Yeah, they come all from the, the different regions. They come to that one big race, and that's the beauty of this deal. And a huge field. Kudos to the junior drivers, 65 strong, and we'll see who adds their list, uh, their name to the list of winners. 54 in total in the sportsman class, uh, David. Ayrton Grimm, you, you mentioned Ayrton Grimm winning in 17 and 19. Caden Fretwell won in 2018. Uh, rather, Logan Adams won in 2018. Ben Mayer back in 2020. 54 uh, racers in total in that sportsman class, and I'm, I think it's going to be a, a, a heck of a battle. Yeah, we talked about in the junior, a number of them have moved up to the junior category, so it's kind of opening up the door for some new names to step in. Those who are returning that finish towards the top, uh, Jace Petty, he's actually the North Division champion. He finished sixth last year, so he comes in as one of the favorites. Uh, Caleb Tarter. Uh, out of Winchester, Indiana, loves racing at Newcastle Motorsports Park. We've talked about him every time we've gone there, uh, whether it be USPKS, Supercards Pro Tour, WKA, all the different events that go there. He's typically towards the front. Uh, Cade Yeager from uh, Wisconsin, I believe, uh, he finished fifth last year. So a number of top drivers returning. Isaac Malcutt, uh, we talked about him a number of times throughout the season. He's made that transition up from micro to mini. Uh, midway through the season, uh, finished eighth here last year. Loves racing the Briggs 206 engine package. Uh, again, these are some of the guys that, that we know can run up front, right? It's, it's the same as we talked about with Junior. There's drivers that could come up and that we don't know that, that could essentially explode their way in there. Uh, give me some of the other drivers, David, that that, uh, that you think could be there. Uh, well, you have to look at Spring Nationals winner and a pretty familiar name, Keelan Harvick. Uh, yeah. He's a second-generation driver. Uh, we've seen him racing all across the country. Uh, he'll be making his Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals debut, along with Texas driver Reagan Seville. He's been among, I think he won the, uh, the Texas Sprint Racing Series Championship in the Briggs Cadet Division, so he'll be making his uh, Cup Carts Grand Nationals debut. Another name, Tristan Murphy. He's been uh, really yeah. solid in the micro division or yeah micro divisions all season long uh he'll be making his cup carts north america debut uh we also had some kid carters uh making their uh graduation up this year summit rossiter uh moving up to uh to cadet was the kid carts grand nationals champion last year uh jackson stone moving up finished fourth last year in the cart kid cart division uh and then we'll wrap it up with another familiar name from the world of motorsports uh, first off, let's let's. I want to talk about one thing about about the about the kid carts program, which I think is super interesting. Obviously, is they run a different racetrack, right, David? That that's that's the key. This will be the first time the kid carts at the Grand Nationals. If you ran last year, you have to run that full track because they run a bit of a smaller racetrack uh, when they're when they're in the kid cart category. No, they'll. So yeah, those that are moving up to the kid the ones division, the, yes. the, the guys that move up, yes. of course. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, that. they'll be they'll be running the uh, the full course, so that'll be a, a bit of an adjustment for them. But uh, again, it's good to have. That's why we have the Grand Nationals at the end of the year, so they got a full season under their belt. So I do want to talk about the one name that I kind of mentioned, uh, Carter McMurray, uh, from the famed McMurray family with uh, uh, Jim McMurray and Jamie McMurray, yeah, of, uh, NASCAR legend. So Carter McMurray going to make his uh, Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals debut. Uh, has been doing a lot of club racing at GoPro and uh, doing any racing that they've had at Charlotte Motor Speedway as well, too. Dude, I just, I just always love the transition of watching a guy who races. Obviously, you know, Jamie, obviously, as we know, Daytona 500 winner, NASCAR star, uh, came out and ran the very first year of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour that season with AJ Allmendinger as well. But I love seeing the transition of them going from the Carter themselves or the racer to the dad. 
I just think I always I like I love seeing what's happening on the fence, how they handle it. I I, I would love to see some video of see what Jamie's like when he's tracks. Oh, oh, yeah. That's going to be one of the things <laughs> I mean, we have a good you know, as you said, he's got, done a lot of carding. Uh, so we have a good rapport with him. So that'll yeah. be that will be fun to kind of talk with him. Yeah. And kind of watch him from a distance to see exactly you know, if, if he's going to be that that carding dad or not. I love it. I love it. That's uh, hilarious. All right. Uh, that's cadet. Let's wrap things up. We, we mentioned the fact that we had a bunch of kids training transitioning from kid carts up into the cadet, the sportsman category uh, here in, in the cup carts, North America, grand nationals. Again, the smaller racetrack, not quite the full track for the drivers and kid carts. But again, David, we said, we mentioned this from the very beginning to be able to have now 19 entries, maybe a couple late entries to go to 20. I think that is absolutely huge for this kid cart program in terms of connecting it to the CKNA program as well. Yeah. You got the division North division and the South division running the kid cart division. So, or kid cart class. So you bring those kind of together, you get, uh, you know, you got different, you got some Arizona drivers making their way up. You got drivers from Texas, uh, drivers all the way down from Florida. Uh, it's a good, it's a good combination. And like you said, it's not really, you know, it's, it's a one-off. This, this is what it is for these kids. It's a one-off. We don't have to, uh, you know, lug them around the entire country to follow a championship. This is this is their one-off event aside from their uh, divisional programs that they do follow. Well, first and foremost, let's just put, uh, if you're going to put the spotlight on any of these kids, think about the CKNA North Series, the South Series, the big Spring Nationals event that they had at Charlotte. You start with the North Series out of Indiana. You got Zion Dyer in the number 18. You go to the South Series. You got Panama Beach, Florida's Camden Clay, who's coming off, I think, a Grand Nationals win as well for the WKA and then Cooper Mull as well at Indiana who won the spring nationals. You got to think David out of the gate. Those are probably the primary three guys to watch as we get rolling. Those are the primary three. We also have three drivers returning from last year. Yeah. Uh, Riley Jacks from Arizona, Giovanni Fridia. Fridia. I think that's how you say the name. And then you already mentioned Cooper Mill Mull as well. Yep. So uh, there, there are three drivers that are returning from last year. Camden Clay also raced last year, recorded a DNF. I actually got to sat next to him after the D the DNF. We had a good little, little conversation as he was watching uh, his competitors around the racetrack. He had oh. a pretty tough, rough uh, grand, grand nationals last year, getting, uh, getting run over. Uh, in one of the wrecks that they had during the heat races. So uh, he was just happy to be out there having a good time, but you can be sure uh, he, along with the other uh, division champion of Zion Dyer going to be uh, going to be going uh, head to head, trying to uh, see who can come out on top. That's it. Right. And say second year or second or third year driver, whatever it may be in the category, you've done the grand nationals once. Yeah. I had fun. I had some wrecks. Now it's, now it's time to get serious, right? Now That's I want to win. Right. I got to win now. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, there, there's your preview of the of all the categories. And again, the cool thing about this, David, we didn't have to go on the previews forever and ever. It's a short, it's a short list in terms of the amount of categories as well, which I think is great, right? Only eight classes in total, uh, three of them being the senior categories with the light, medium, and heavy, a couple for masters. Then we got the three uh, categories for the younger drivers. It's a tight, tight schedule, a really focused program, straight Briggs and Stratton. And the purity of it, I think, is one of the beauties of what the CKNA program has done. It is, you know, we could look at possibly, you know, dropping down to only two senior categories to help with that. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But what do you do when they're 67, 51 and 40? Like people want to race, right? It's like you said, if, if there was one that was 12 or 15, yeah, maybe, but man, it's, it's good entries, big numbers, and there's only gonna be more. 
we get back here next year in, in 2022 if the borders open up. And like you said, all those Canadian drivers who love their Briggs racing can come down to try to put their stamp back on this thing. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, it's we're going to have to reevaluate everything once you know we get <laughs> to, to July, you know, and, and see where we are in the world. And hopefully, you know, things by the end of the year will even be better. But uh, but yeah, it's it, you know, I kind of kind of didn't like the idea of moving it to Thursday and having unofficial practice. But, you know, with the, with the size and numbers that we're getting, yep. I mean, this, this could end up being like a runoffs where we're there all week long. Yeah, it really could be. Be, I know it'd be tough. Of course, this is grassroots racing. The kids are in school. It's October, you know, late September, October. So it's, it's tough to but take this time is off. That one, this it's is it. that big one. This, this is, is it. This, yeah. this is it. That's it. If you're, if you're a four cycle racer in Briggs, this is it. This is the big race. It's only going to get bigger. The CKNA Grand Nationals, the fifth edition, of course, coming up this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, your source for all the information you want throughout the weekend is, of course, ecardingnews.com. David's going to be racing as well. So we'll follow him too. As I know, those of you who follow the website, big fans of what David does. So, man, we're going to follow him and his racing. This is his chance to get out there and go racing as it is uh, has been for the last couple of years. We'll be streaming the live broadcast. My man Dave McIntyre will be on the mic throughout the weekend at ecardinews.com slash live. Dave, what's the plan? Saturday and Sunday, are you going to stream through anything on Friday at all or just Saturday, Sunday? No, Friday will be qualifying, yeah. and so we'll just we'll just kind of let that go, and we'll focus on you know me trying to get in a fast lap that That's session. It. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll 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 have we'll turn it on all day Saturday and all day Sunday, and then Sunday we'll try and do as many updates as we can. Uh, again, with the way the schedule is, I'm second to last in the order. So, uh, so towards the end of the day, you might not see some updates because that's I'll be it. getting ready to race. That's right. That's right. They'll be busy folks. Uh, follow us of course on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We like to use Instagram quite a bit. Uh, of course, uh, we'll have the, the results as we can get them out there to you. Uh, hashtags join in on the hashtag program, folks. If you're putting your own social up, use the hashtag at a hashtag rather EKN at CKNA or Hashtag CKNA Grand Nationals 5. That way people can just use that, find all the stuff that's out on social. Good opportunity to see what's going on. But bottom line, David, is there are some big races in the sport. You know, we've talked about road racing and how it's rocking right now in terms of the Daytona, Daytona Mid-Ohio and the races past weekend in Pittsburgh. Huge numbers uh, for these three kind of triple crown races for 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 uh, for road racing, which is great for the sport of karting. Then you got the big major events in terms of sprint racing. When you look at, at, a, at a race like the Quincy in the Park race for street racing, then you look at the Scusa Super Nationals to cap off the season at, you know, 400, 500 entries. This is one of those races. I'm just, you know, I said this two years ago. I I said when I was at the, the fourth edition, David, I, or the third edition, I was at the third, that I felt like the Grand Nationals we were at was like when I first came to the Supernats back in 98, 99, 2000, you know, those first years from 97 on, that we were part of something special, that we were going to be part of something that was going to grow. And I still feel exactly the same way, even though I'm not part of it. This feels to me like it's going to be something that's going to be monumental in our sport in terms of developing that one linchpin big grand nationals race for four cycle karting. Thanks for the reminder. That's going to be a good article to share either tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, yeah. We're going back and reading that, that article that you did pen yeah. about uh, being about a, a part of something special. And this, this again, each year is going to be something special. Yeah, exactly that folks. This is going to be a big one. Uh, again, almost 400 entries. I remember talking to Greg Jasperson when, when it was closing up on 300, 
Do you think we could go 350? And here we are, 386 entries. No Canadians at all coming in yet. And you know we could get more people from Bermuda. Hey, we don't have any international drivers yet. You Just hit, one. But I mean, yeah. we hit, I meant overseas. We hit yeah. 400, 450. You get to see some guys potentially coming from Europe, some guys maybe wanting to come up to play from Australia or New Zealand. There's an opportunity for these guys not to want to miss a, a big race. So, yeah, hey. I, I, I think I will say Vermeer called it. I think he did call this this kind of numbers uh, during one of the talks we had I like last it. year or the year after. Right, the year yeah. before. Somebody's got to get cocky because Greg Jaspers is not going to do it. No. I mean, <laughs> have you seen him drive? Come on now. <laughs> I, I have side by side. He actually beat, beat me at Rock Island <laughs> I when, I didn't, when I didn't block like an idiot. Like an idiot. Yeah. All right, folks, that's it. We're going to cap off this edition of the EK and Outlap. Hope you enjoyed it. Those of you heading out to Newcastle this weekend, race safe. Take care of each other out there. This is an awesome weekend, a great opportunity. Do what you can. Stay away from David Cole. And if he looks at his cart like he doesn't know what's going on, maybe give him a little bit of insight because, you know, I just, I, I'm not there. So I hope David has a good uh, weekend. Really? You got, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> David, good luck this weekend, buddy. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Rob. I David Cole. Confidence. Oh, dude, you can do this. You can do it, David. You can yeah. do it. <laughs> okay, right. I want to see, yeah, I want to see those memes all weekend. They're, they're coming. Don't worry. I'm going to line them up for myself. Thanks for joining us, folks, here at the EKN Radio Network. Have a great weekend, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.